0: Thank you Hi everyone welcome to FTU life after the military I'm your host Tony Rodriguez yeah I'm sorry that entrance song keeps getting longer and longer but when I play it I'm actually watching the video on YouTube so entertaining myself at the same time uh, so today I'm joined by my good friend uh, someone who's been on the show before Brandon and Brandon is uh, in a competition right now um, He's a trucker, and I'm going to let Brandon explain everything that's going on. Brandon, last time we talked, you were still in school for truck driving. Can you just like get people up to speed on how did you go from being a student to now being in competition for, what is this, the best driver of the millennium?
1: <laughs> that's what I'm going to claim it as. <laughs> um, so it's a, it's a annual contest put on by... Um, some different groups that support veterans. Um, this one is it's called Transition Trucking uh, Driving for Excellence Award and it's put on by Fastport. Um, Fastport, US Chamber of Commerce, um, Kenworth, Hiring Our Heroes and some others, some other backing uh, companies. And every year they take nominations for um, service members who have transferred, transitioned into the uh, into being truckers and into the transportation field, and then they they dwindle them down after a, a nomination packet um, and some interviews and things of that nature, some essays. We went to Ohio a couple weeks ago um, as part of the seventeen semifinalists. And while we were there, um, they announced the five finalists. I guess they had so many, they went from having a top 10 to a top 17, and then from a top three to a top five. So, yeah, so I'm in a top five. But backing up from there, um, I got into, uh, I graduated last December from truck driving school. And, you know, the connections I made while at school um, led me to a, a tanker company. Um, it's hard, it's not It's not easy being a rookie driver and getting a, a tanker job. Uh, most of those positions um, require you to have a year or two experience. Um, but, you know, with the networking and, and doing good in school and, and all that, uh, this company gave me a chance. And, uh, yeah, so... That's called sleigh Transportation. Uh, we haul a lot of bulk um, resins uh, for manufacturers of, like, wood products and fiberglass and things like that. So a lot of times I'm rolling down the road at about 80,000 pounds, uh, <laughs> honking my horn at people. Uh, but, yeah, a it's, it's, uh, keeps me on my toes. I'm, I'm not going to the same place every day. Uh, I am home every day. I don't have to be, uh, but I am. I mostly stomp around North Carolina, South Carolina, a little bit of Tennessee, sometimes Virginia. Um, and there's different unload processes. Uh, I'm not going to bore you with that, but I don't. I'm not just sitting in the truck the whole time. I get to like throw hoses around and stuff like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Honestly, it's been a wild ride. Um, I was in training for about six weeks because uh, they were short on trucks, and which I'm I'm grateful for because I got to go to more places. I got to do more training. Um, by the time my training was, by the time they gave me a truck, I was good to go. And then um, my second month alone, which was. May of this year I got driver of the month for the company and then I got driver of the month again in June um, and I had to hit the girls up in the office I'm like hey I'm the new guy I want to be like just be like survivor and all the other truckers like put me in the woods and kick my ass or something <laughs> but I'm honestly just showing up on time and doing my job, you know, what what, what, what gives. And I guess in the civilian world, that's what you need to do to be a reliable employee and just not complain and show up and do your job. Um, so, yeah, I guess word got back to the uh, director at the CDL school about how good I was doing and he nominated me for this national award, the Transition Trucking Award. And uh, my boss called me in the office, told me about it. And she's like, hey, first prize is a brand new truck. And I was like, oh my God. Well, let's go, what do I need to do? And the rest is history, you know, did the essays and sent in my work experience and whatnot. military experience and we're going to dc in the middle of december find out if we get a brand new truck that's awesome that'll be like exactly a year from graduating drug driving school be wild
0: so i I was doing a a podcast earlier and we were talking talking about um one of the guys, he was on my team back in 2010. He's now a manager for Liberty Mutual, right? But he was saying how um, just a worth ethic with people that he's working with now. He said they're great, right? But sometimes, you know, in the military, something pops up at the last second. It's an emergency. Basically, everything that happens in the military is an emergency, right? Oh, my God, the grass needs to be cut. Oh, you know, we need to do it right now. Oh. Okay, sure, dude, whatever. Like <laughs> grass isn't going to shoot at us it's not going to blow up if we don't cut it exactly right now Uh, but that's how everybody always reacted and you know um, so yeah i'm not surprised that just showing up on time and doing your job um, gives you a little bit of an edge or an advantage or makes you look a little bit better than other people Um, you know i i've fully emerged into civilian life and uh, 8 o'clock is 8-ish for me now. (laughs) It's like plus or minus 15 minutes. 4 o'clock when I leave, it's still 4 o'clock. But man, it's getting... I stopped working at about like 3.30 and start packing stuff up and, you know... So, yeah, I I totally get what you're talking about of just showing up on time. Yeah, I mean, this job
1: totally suits my... What I'm used to and my work ethic, and it's a lot of autonomy. The, there's not a lot of interaction with people. Um, maybe the guys at the, the where I pick up my my tank at the chemical plant say, "Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing?" Sign out my stuff, and I'm gone. The office. Um, I literally will get a text. The a dispatch, it'll say, um, Bisco, North Carolina, 06, tomorrow. And I sent him a thumbs up emoji, and that's it. Like, I already know what I have to do. I get like a one sentence text. And
0: so, you were saying that she had to go out to Ohio, right? Yeah. And uh, so, for those of you who don't know, Brandon and I worked together out at Camp McCall. We were assessors for the civil affairs uh, regiment and we were senior assessors together and so my question is what, was it something like that did you have to go through an assessment did uh, they make you write uh lengthy papers at yeah. midnight after you walk out in the woods for hours upon end
1: <laughs> i think it was a it was a dumbed down version of that um I had to, you know, as part of the nomination packet, I had to answer some essay questions. Essay questions aren't that long, because, I mean, you could write forever and ever and ever, but it's just a question, you know, so they weren't they weren't too lengthy. Um, and then I had to get some letters of recommendation. And, uh, I mean, and you know, we have so many connections throughout 20-year careers that that's not that hard to get as long as you're not a uh, you know a, as long as you're a stand up person you know um, and then when we went up there I don't, I don't know I think they may have already had because there's a there's a panel of people who'd make the decisions and they're not there so they don't interact with you I don't think there's any bias with that piece um, so they weren't even there and we went to the National uh, War Memorial in Columbus. The first day, got to see the truck, um, had a, had a dinner, and then they, you know, announced everybody's stories and whatnot. Just little excerpts on their military background. And then the next day, we uh, we toured the actual Kenworth manufacturing plant in Chillicothe, Ohio, which is pretty. Pretty wild um, how they do stuff there and how they make the trucks. Uh, I think they're putting out 170 some trucks a day, and they're all different. Like one after the next is a different truck. It's different colors, different options. And it's pretty wild how they do it. It's pretty amazing. And then uh, we went back to their. They called their MHC Road Running Road Running Center for Kenworth. And they announced the top five, and I was actually the first one to get announced, so we got that out of the way real quick, because we were already, everybody's already anxious and nervous as it was, you know, just sitting there waiting. So now I get to be, now I get to have more anxiety for a couple more months, wondering or not, you know, if we're going to win. But I mean, win or lose, it's, it's been a pretty good experience, pretty good resume booster, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, anything, any, anytime you can add something to your CV, right? That's always good. Yeah. But so, how would somebody go out and vote for you?
1: Um, so, from what I understand, the voting is November 1st to 11th. Um, that's pretty, pretty haven't been given limited, huh? Huh? <laughs>
0: November, that's pretty limited, huh? Like, they couldn't hold yeah. the site yeah. open a little bit longer?
1: <laughs> November 1st to Veterans Day. That's it. So, <laughs> There's going to be a push. <laughs> um, so, from what I'm told, it could either be you can vote once a day or vote three times a day. Uh, the lady that's in charge of it wasn't sure how she was going to set it up yet. She said, "I've done it multiple different ways. Uh, I guess we'll get that information, but it'll be on um, it'll be on their website, the uh, www.transitiontrucking.org." and I'm gonna be pushing stuff out on social media um you know trying to get the word out I actually got some business cards was passing those out <laughs> giving those out to people um, cause like I was telling you before like, I'm probably at a a vote disadvantage um just for the simple fact that these companies the other four work for are are huge companies um I think the smallest one we're up against is 6 times the size of our our company. So
0: yeah, but I mean in order to vote, I like I don't have to be part of like a truckers guild or something, right? Like no. any jabroni on the street can vote, right?
1: Anybody we can get Pedro. We can get uh Sam, whoever whoever we can find on the street. Well, I
0: mean, you know, again, I'm constructively lazy, so I'm assuming that you vote um, based off of like your email or something.
1: Yeah, I mean um, that's that's something I'm gonna have to uh, put out as well. I don't know. It's just a vote, right? So yeah. more than likely it's gonna be by email. You're gonna have to give your name and email, and hopefully it's not too difficult. Shy. Hopefully it doesn't shy people away from voting.
0: Well, no, I mean please. I I don't condone cheating, and this is not cheating. This hopefully is there's just no bots. Constructively <laughs> lazy. I'm gonna use chat. GPT and just like create like ten thousand email accounts and bam <laughs> we're gonna vote three times a day every day
1: hey, ten thousand accounts. If somebody's that good at that stuff, I welcome it. <laughs> <laughs> <Right.
0: laughs> I was like, okay. why am I gonna work harder if I could just use technology to help me out here?
1: Well, hopefully we we get a lot of votes. But, okay, but um, you know, my understanding is. You could have the most votes and still not win. What? Um, yeah. Apparently, it's so it's, it's the panel of of judges. I think there's like maybe eight or ten of them. Um, it's like it's like a whole concept thing, right? They base it off your votes, your packet, and whatnot. So, what is this?
0: The electoral college here?
1: yeah i mean what are we doing i don't know all i know (laughs) is i'm gonna be like sweating until whatever day in december december 15th or 16th when they announce the winner i think the runner up gets ten thousand dollars and then the next the bottom three get i think you get five grand each so if i don't win i'll have some money going towards it because i talked to the um to the wife before this we've had plans anyway so I said I give it a year a year or two max before I buy a truck um, and I think we're already like once our year is up come February March we had already talked about probably you know buying a used truck uh, because the financial advantage is it multiplies greatly when you're an owner operator right now i'm just a company driver i drive a company truck use their equipment which is good because i don't have to worry about maintenance not to pay insurance on a truck maintenance on a truck fuel everything's on them Um, i'm just a body in a truck once you become an owner operator the financial advantage is uh a lot greater as in terms of how much you make. Um, but then you have to worry more about, like, hey, maintenance on your vehicle, tires, fuel.
0: So if re- you buy your own truck, are, are you still an employee of that company or are you now like an independent contractor?
1: Yeah, you'd be an independent contractor. Um, so being an owner operator would be, you would be leased on, so they would lease you. Um, so if I was working for them, if I was leased to them, I couldn't go like work for somebody else at the same time. Yeah. Um, but the the money is the money is a lot better, and then it's my own company at that point.
0: And I'm sure you could negotiate your salary, right?
1: Yeah, you can. There are things you can do to make more money. Yeah. And then I could also like the wife gets tired of me. Hey, go out for a couple nights at a time. Do some farther trips. Um, they do a run up. They do a run up to Illinois, um, where I'm from, where I have some friends. So I told them, I said, oh, I'm I'm willing to do that one every once in a while, because uh, I have a place to stay up there when people to visit. It's pretty cool. I I just uh, matter of fact, the other day, there's a a place I go to in Aiken, South Carolina and I have an aunt that moved down there. Um, it's a few hours, three and a half hours away from here um, in a loaded truck. But I ain't seen her in uh, four years. I got to stop and have some Waffle House with her after my appointment down there, so that was pretty cool. You get to see people while you're out. get to see different places. Like I said, it's not Groundhog's Day. Not going to the same office. Every day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so... You're, Brennan, how old are you? 44. 44. You might be a little young. I don't know. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. So back in the late 70s, there was a show. It was called BJ and the Bear. Now let me show you this this rig here. I don't know if you can see it.
1: Yeah, it's a cab over. That's some old school stuff right there. That looks cool.
0: The whole premise of the show was about this guy who was a truck driver, but his best friend Bear was a chimpanzee.
1: Oh, I
0: know what you're talking. This is Clint Eastwood, ain't it? No, no, no. That was an orangutan. Okay. Th- that was a movie. This this was a TV show. But as a five-year-old, I loved that. I loved it, right? Because it was <laughs> a chimpanzee driving a, a, a big rig. This has nothing to do with your contest, but I always wanted to ask the trucker, are you going to have, I guess, a mascot chimpanzee?
1: Well, unfortunately, uh, so I haul hazmat. Oh. Uh, Some of it's non-hazmat, but some of it's hazmat. And I'm not allowed to, there's some stuff I can go through to have passengers and whatnot, but I'm not allowed to have pets or passengers. Um. I'm sure there's a process I can go to, um, once I have my own truck, to, to do stuff like that. But have you seen a picture of this truck?
0: Let me say, let me, let me give you my sound effect for that, what I think of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you seen the picture of the truck they're giving away? I think, uh, I think not made, up close, I just... You may have seen it on uh, Facebook, <laughs> but... Um, But yeah, this thing it looks like a looks like a transformer. It's pretty wild. I'm trying to find
0: a good picture of it, but he said, so "Well, Brendan's looking for that." I just want to let everyone know, like, hey, um, again for that interaction on um, the Facebook page about uh, why I think the term Hispanic is. Uh, why I don't like it. Oh yeah, that thing looks sweet.
1: It's pretty sick, the paint job and everything.
0: Looks pretty aerodynamic.
1: Yeah, that's like one of their one of the the things about that, that particular model. It's supposed to be really good on fuel economy and stuff.
0: Yeah, so if you're commenting on my Facebook page have at it, nutjobs. No I think it's pretty entertaining um, Don't take the life too seriously though But if you guys want to go right ahead um, Knock each other out Like, I might comment on there But I hope you know that I'm going to take about Like 10 well, seconds to comment mean, And then walk away
1: Yeah at least you know people are listening
0: The sad thing is I don't even know if they listen I think they just saw the ad And just uh, saw the title of the, the episode And just decided that they're to comment on that, that. If you're going to do that, please help me out and uh, just download it because, again, beef, it's what's for dinner. You know, <laughs> got to push those advertisers. I'm not vegan. I know vegans, more power to you. But, you know, beef, love it.
1: What do you think about um, the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? Uh,
0: if I was Roger Goodell, I would call down to the owner of the Chiefs, and I would tell every owner, give her whatever she wants. <laughs> I don't care what's going on, you give her whatever she wants, and you tell Kelsey to come up and be at my office. And I would sit Kelsey down and tell him, don't mess this up, stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you ride this out, Like you make her happy, she's going to dump you. Everybody knows she's going to dump you. That's how life goes. Make her happy. And we've been trying to get young girls from the ages of 12 to all the way up to 49 to watch football. Nothing has worked in 50 years. Taylor Swift has done in 2 weeks what the NFL couldn't do
1: in 50 years. Make her happy, stupid. I think we need there needs to be an influencer dating someone on every team. Every
0: team. I was just like why are people so mad
1: She went to a football game So what Hey revenue is up
0: Oh well, my thing is like yeah you know what NBC they, they showed her like 12 times Well guess what Holmes I don't want to see the 50 year old fat guy <laughs> Who's drunk off of his ass And his shirt's hanging up and his gut's hanging over his belly He's puking all over I don't want to see that Yes I would much rather see Taylor Swift get over yourself it's and Travis Kelsey like he doesn't understand what's what, what's the big deal I don't know if you understand it but she's Taylor Swift <laughs> yeah. when when you're walking down the street people are gonna say hey that's Taylor Swift and some dude <laughs> you're now the plus one that's okay because I would I would literally chew my arm off to be Taylor Swift's plus one
1: yeah. I'm down. I don't I'd, know. I'd, I'd be wife.
0: her gardener. I don't care.
1: My wife would be okay with that. So, we got a new customer. I guess I gotta go on Monday. I guess it's like a, a caustic unload. So, I gotta wear like. A, Is
0: it gonna be NBC or are you gonna be.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Head to toe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah this stuff, I've never had to do that with any of these other loads. but I, I mean, I wear, like, uh, hazmat gloves and stuff, but yeah. this one's going to be a, a new experience, I guess.
0: It's going to be like working in the hospital where you have the face shield and the goggles. Yeah,
1: and yeah I think it's a mask, yeah.
0: It'd be all sterile.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just so it doesn't make me pass out when I smell it. Oh, all right. <laughs> or if it gets on you, I think it can eat through your skin or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to do that. The driving sounds pretty cool.
1: It's yeah, it's I I enjoy it, man. I, I don't mind going to work. Um, it's like I'm on a mission every day, you know. I go get my stuff and make sure my trucks in good order, go pick up my load and go to my customer and come back. You know, things happen. I now broke down a couple weeks back um, outside Columbia, South Carolina. I lost all my air pressure, so almost had all my brakes lock up on me. And I wasn't in a very good uh, spot on the interstate, so I had to wait for a tow. That, that made my day about five hours longer than it should have been but <laughs> things happen
0: well I mean at least you, you stopped like I told you you know heaven forbid it's a runaway truck you know
1: Oh yeah, yeah I mean a lot of times like if I go up to uh, we got a customer up in Johnson City Tennessee and we got to go up 74, 77 up towards Pilot Mountain and all that. There's some pretty good grades up there and you see some guys on the way back coming down that hill on 77 just breaks smoking. <laughs> it's, it's pretty wild. I'm like, what? People don't, people don't take their time, man. Yeah, I mean... I'm not really paid by time, so I'm not going to get too crazy
0: yeah I, I have the road rage and I know I, I couldn't drive a big rig I would just start running gets, into cars
1: it gets aggravating because you notice it a lot more than you do when you're in a regular car you notice the stupidity out there because you can see farther and they don't have they don't have a clue like I'm 80,000 pounds and they're cutting right in front of me at the last second it they have no clue what could happen to them those things don't just stop on a dime (laughs) (laughs) and then it's then then the stuff we so they our tanks are smooth bore tanks there's no dividers in them which are called baffles so that stuff in there is just sloshing back and forth so you start too fast or slow down too fast it it lets you know it's there and it slams you it feels like you're getting rear-ended and if you're slowing down too fast it'll push you forward like it's working against you (laughs) it's pretty wild
0: yeah yeah no thanks that that (laughs) sounds like a little too much keeps me on my toes as it is uh the last episode i was talking about for my dissertation right um i was thinking about right now i'm my dissertation topic is a comparative analysis of why veterans join extremist groups. Um, view looking at the United States, Colombia, and the UK. I was thinking about changing the dissertation topic to something about. Um, it's going to be another comparative analysis, but how the United States has classified classified Latinos over the over my lifetime how I've had six different races right I've been changed six different times but just seeing the reaction of how people react just to me saying that I find the term Hispanic offensive is like you know what I'm just going to go with something easy and just talk about why veterans join extremist groups (laughs) because nobody seems to get offended by that or I I need as little stress as possible in my life
1: well you come trucking with me. I wish I could take ride-alongs. That would be awesome.
0: Just...
1: I get the, the fist pumps from the kids, and I drink yeah. coffee. It doesn't happen too much anymore, but every once in a while, you see a little kid in the back seat pumping their arm, and then you, you scare the shit out of their parents because they don't know they're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, I mean, why not? Why not do that? that it's awesome
1: yeah so hopefully i win a truck it would uh, dramatically change everything you know about my plans in this business Um, but if not i'm probably going to buy a truck early next year start off with something used and try to work my way up already got the uh the graphics for the the llc and everything's all all ready to go cobra six transport
0: Cobra six. Any significance in that?
1: I was messing around with some stuff. The King Cobra? Yeah, you got the Cobra and then you got the Six, like I got your six or like the Six for the designation for Commander. So Cobra Commander. There's a whole bunch of stuff in there. Well I thought
0: the Cobra just came from the beer. The yeah, malt liquor.
1: Your your malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong on that. That's where, it's, that's where it started. Yeah, just messing around with some stuff. I like the, yeah. the ring to it. And then I had a buddy... Uh, let's see if I got... I got the emblems already made up. I had a buddy knock them out. I think you know him. Was, was Smalls working there when...
0: Yeah, Smalls, were, uh... Smallie? The, the Ranger. Ranger Smalls. Yeah, yes yeah, so yeah, he yeah.
1: does a little bit of a little bit of graphic design on the side. Um, He's a, I mean, he has a Super Nintendo controller as a tattoo, so he's kinda nerdy (laughs) with the the designs and stuff, but he made me up a couple designs. Try to find them real quick. Which would look good on a truck all right so we got the the emblem okay all right Cobra six transport and then I got a badge
0: oh yeah that looks pretty sweet
1: yeah he did a good job on that he got to mess with the colors a little bit but yeah it'd be a very recognizable truck
0: <laughs>
1: yeah Cobra right
0: like Cobra Kai
1: yeah, well, that's what my daughter's. Well, my daughter's license plates say Cobra Kai, um, Kylie. But I'm, I'm keeping that car. I'm keeping the Apollo because it gets good gas mileage. And get her something else. She'll be driving. Um, it's on a permit now. She'll be driving January. You grow up fast, right? That's out of control, man. You already went through it. You got one in college.
0: Oh, she. Doesn't drive. She doesn't want to drive.
1: <laughs> she doesn't drive at all. How'd she get down there? Takes a plane. <laughs> a plane and an Uber?
0: Yeah. She's like, I'll just take a lift to the airport and I'll get on a plane and fly down there and take the
1: <laughs> I don't lift. understand. Kids don't want to drive, man. Like, even this one. Like, I got to make her drive. And then I got wife. She has a nice car. She has a nice Pathfinder. And I'm like, come on, let's, we're going to take mom's car. She's like, no, 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 it's too nice. I can't, in fact, I'm like, what? I'm like, if I was a kid, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's bump it, let's pimp out in the nice leather interior.
0: My wife has a, a beamer, right? A 330, 330i. It's like, well, go ahead, go take the beamer. It's like, nah, I don't want to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're an adult. Drive, don't drive, you, you figure it out. Like, I, I, don't, I, get, I don't care. I don't, I don't get it,
1: man. I don't get it.
0: Stuff like that. It's like, you, you're an adult, make your choice. Now, when it came, you know, she's a senior in college, so she was uh, question on what she wanted to do. It's like, well, you can go get a graduate degree or if you don't want to, then you have two weeks to get out of the house. It's like, all right, I'll just go to graduate school. Oh, that sounds like a great plan.
1: <laughs> How's she doing down there now? It's been a couple years. This is her last year. Oh, my God, already?
0: Yeah. Went quick.
1: Yeah. As I said, it's been a year since we did the, since I was in school when we did the other interview.
0: Yeah. So she's pulling a 3.5 GPA now because in her sophomore year, the first semester, she basically took that semester off. She went to class but did put no effort in past, like, six Cs or five Cs. hmm and we had that discussion. And it's like I'm not paying for you to come down here and get Cs. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's like if you're going to get Cs, then you pay for it.
1: Go and go to so, community college.
0: No, I'm like, if you're <laughs> if you're going to get Cs, I'm not paying anymore. It's like I don't care where you go. I'm not going. I'm not paying for Cs. I will pay for Bs and As only. <laughs> It's like, one C a semester I could accept. And explain to her, you used four years' worth of Cs in one semester. Don't bring home any more Cs or you're paying for it. And not just that class, for everything. I haven't brought it
1: home any more Cs. Okay, it sounds like she got the message.
0: Well, I mean, my parents used to tell me to go to college and it was important. But they couldn't tell me why it was important because... My mom had a ninth grade education um, from the U.S. and my dad had a 6th grade education from Mexico. So I didn't finish college right away and so I ended up joining the military. My body hurts every day. I don't want my kids to have to go through that. Yeah. Yeah. I told her, look, afterwards, if you want to go into some underground fight club and earn your living like that, have at it but at least you'll have your degrees to fall back on. I don't care if you want to be Sylvester Stallone and over the top, you know, and go in professional arm wrestling or the slap competition, you know. <laughs> Do all that after you graduate. Wow okay.
1: wild. Slap, slap fights. <laughs> have you seen those? Yeah, brain damage.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. So we were talking I was talking to uh one of the people who was on here before talking about YouTube and the algorithm right because he does uh commercial investing and he was talking about like all the people that he follows on YouTube and you know how he got into it and how you can get investors and put pull your money together to you know invest in commercial uh property. I was telling him I was like man, I gotta like improve my YouTube game because – You look at mine, and all it is is anime, heavy metal videos, and um, (laughs) what is it? Uh, Videos on the Mandela effect and flat earthers.
1: (laughs) You're looking at some wild
0: stuff. (laughs) The flat earthers, it's hilarious. It's like the earth is flat, and Antarctica is the barrier that surrounds the earth. That's why the oceans just don't fall off.
1: Wait, what? (laughs) I've seen the guy that, like... (laughs) Yeah, he, uh, he was a flat earther, and he like proved himself wrong during an episode <laughs> with like some laser beam stuff. <laughs> and he's like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on."
0: <laughs> uh, if you have had it, man, yeah. As long as you're not hurting anybody, like you believe whatever you want. Like,
1: oh, I was telling people about yeah, some wild stuff. I was uh, telling people about um, I'm playing poker the other day, and these guys. We we're talking about something about religion. And I was like, well, at least you're not Pastafarian. They're like, shut up, what is that? I'm like, that's a real thing, bro. Pastafarian. Like, it's they pray to the spaghetti monster. And they're like, you're just you're always making shit up. I'm like, I'm not not making stuff up. Here, Google. This lady won a court case so she could wear a spaghetti strainer on her on her head for her driver's license. It's it's true. This stuff is going on out there. <laughs> Just Google Pastafarian. You're going to see her picture with a spaghetti strainer
0: on it. I I, I reference this because I... I, It it was when I was still in the military. One day I was at work. I was on the computer. It was at lunch, so I was on Yahoo, and something popped up about a man in the UK who went to court so he could fight for the right, so he could say that he now identified his gender as female, right? As a woman. But not just a woman... A Korean woman. He wasn't Korean. He was from the UK. He was like, "Wow, was I don't, some
1: special like special things you get being a certain identifying as a certain no? race?"
0: It, the court said is like, "Wow, well, he's not looking for anything special." So yeah, okay, sounds good. Sounds wait, wait, Korean woman. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean. I I believe just about everything right now, because uh, again,
1: you, it's you, all on the internet, man. It's true. You
0: go live your true. life, do whatever you want. Like as long as you're not hurting anybody, like go go ahead, go go do it's whatever you want. It's on the
1: internet, it must be true.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, except if you're Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, go <laughs> F yourself.
1: Yeah, he called. Uh, that was funny. He called. Uh, Kelsey, Mr. Pfizer on ESPN. Well, yeah, but... So here's my theory to
0: that. It's not that he's actually upset with Kelsey. Well, he is, but he's... Not because of the whole Pfizer thing. He's upset at Kelsey because... Kelsey's getting all the attention right now.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he messed up. Like, he had Danica Patrick... He had a good thing going.
0: Well, he thought he was going to ride off into the sunset like uh, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, you know... Go to a set, another team, win a Super Bowl, I'll, I'll be the best no. ever. It's like four place.
1: He, wrote, plays. Out, he wrote out just like Brett Favre. It's all coming <laughs> full circle. At least Brett
0: Favre made it to the, what is it, the NFC Championship game? Got yeah, but do, the- you think, do you
1: think he's going to be – because, I mean, if you follow some stuff, like, I think there's a chance he could go to the Vikings right after this. Who? Aaron Rodgers. And do the same, exact same path as Brett Favre. And then, yeah. and then siphon some millions of dollars out of a charity, right after that.
0: But he has to win. I, I don't think that guy's going to win. And plus, Kelsey's he has been to three Super Bowls, one, two. He's dating Taylor Swift. His podcast went from what, oh, right here to up here. His jersey sales are off the chart. Aaron Rodgers used to do the commercials for State Farm. Now who's in there? Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey.
1: And his brother, like, yeah.
0: Travis Kelsey just stole Aaron Rodgers' life. He and did. he's doing it better.
1: He's doing way better.
0: Yeah, it's like, so yeah, I understand why Aaron Rodgers is upset. That the only reason why he said anything was like, hey, look at me guys, I'm still here, look at me. Like no nobody cares. Just just go away, bro. Just <laughs> go 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 hang out with Antonio Brown and just <laughs> go be two lunatics together and just go away. Yeah, you're not wrong on that. <laughs> But, Brandon, we're headed at 43 minutes again, at 43 minutes. So before we uh, head off into the sunset and so I can go take my siesta because some stereotypes are true, um, can you give us that website again so we can vote?
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm also going to share it. So if people want to, I don't know, find me on Facebook or whatnot, uh, Brandon Meredith. There's quite a few of them, um, but... If you have similar friends, I guess I don't know how that that works, but uh, the website is www.transitiontrucking.org, and um, starting November 1st, you can vote for me and help me uh, get a brand new truck so I can honk at people going down the road. Um, I'd appreciate it.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, if you can't find Brandon on Facebook, you can find me on LinkedIn, Antonio Rodriguez, uh, MPA, MAS, PMP, a lot of letters after the name. Bingo. Still don't, yeah, don't know what they mean. Don't care. Uh, but you can get my podcast there as well, and uh, you can find Brandon on there from from everything that I I like or comment on his everything that he shares to make sure that we get it out there.
1: Yeah, I've been messing around on there a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's a good time. You see, meet some interesting people.
1: Oh,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> so you meet some loons, and you all, um, for my Ph.D. cohort, um, my trip to Montgomery, I was not going to go. But because I, uh, I think he was an officer in the 95th, right? I still haven't asked him because I don't care, but we're in the same um, program. He's just further ahead. He was in the first cohort. I'm in cohort six. So he's going to start his dissertation. Um, Started communicating to him through LinkedIn. And I asked him if he was going to go. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go. It's a great opportunity to meet people. That's the only reason why I went. And I had the time of my life just meeting people outside of the military. Yeah. And hearing their experiences. And it was the same uh, because we have to do this internship, right? And I was telling them, it's like, school will put something together for you to make it easy for you. So you can go and present at some, somewhere, right? Do a presentation. It's like, or you can do something on your own, right? And it's like, I was telling them, it's like I had this plan that I was gonna fly down to Colombia and work with the Colombian military out in the rainforest or go to Guyana, walking around in the Savannah or the rainforest in the bush with the Guyanese Defense Force for two weeks. I make my life miserable. It's like, why would I do that? That's stupid, right? <laughs> but then after that, they're like, how would you get to Colombia?" You know, to us, it's, it's like nothing. It's like, yeah, dude, like how? Like, it's easy. It's like, you just how make a couple get calls, it? get on a plane, fly out there, you're good to go. And they're like, what are you talking about? Normal people can't just set things up to be with the Colombia military or the Guyanese defense force.
1: Yeah, you ever heard of, like, the Embassies or Coyotes? Or... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it, it, it was it was a good time just sharing different experiences and our knowledge. I wouldn't have gone if it wasn't for Roz, and I met him. Again, we were in the 95th, we're in the same program, and I wouldn't have met him if it wasn't for LinkedIn.
1: Nice. Yeah. I've, I've been uh, in touch with quite a few people I would have lost contact with, for sure. You want to give any shout outs oh man I don't know shout out to uh, shout out to you man like <laughs> you've been staying in touch uh, I appreciate it um, and then I also have you know I have some some people out there that are that are rooting for me I got an old uh, station commander from when I was a recruiter um, you know he's a pastor down in Mississippi he's one of the reasons I stayed in the military back in the day um, He's pushing for me, uh, Gary Walton. He's actually a project manager for the GSA. I think they're doing charging stations for electrical vehicles or something right now. Uh, yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to my old, my old team leader, Chris Lyon, Lieutenant Colonel, Type One each. Um, Carl, was Carl Hausfeld out there yet when you were out there? Yeah. Um,
0: no. mm-hmm.
1: see from CAS. He's pushing out there too, so yeah. A lot of these guys have helped me out, so. And then uh, Rasan Sumas, he works for the State Department. He gave me a letter of recommendation too. He was in, he was in the 95th uh, with us as well. Make a lot of connections, yeah, from where we came from, I'm appreciative of it.
0: So I have a couple of shout outs um, today. Um, so one I want to shout out, um, my boy Cody, uh, he was medic as well in 95th. Decided that he was going to move on uh, after our deployment. We came back in 2020 from the COVID deployment and uh, he decided, hey, you know, I'm going to move on. I'm going to go um, work, be an SF. And I know he made it, um, you know. My granddaughter was always excited to see when he would text because she thought it was a professional wrestler, Cody Rhodes. Um, and, of course, I said, of course it is. I mean, who else would, how many Cody's are there on, the, on this planet? Of course it's Cody Rhodes, <laughs> right? Uh, but, Cody, I'm proud of you, buddy. And uh, if you ever get a chance, you know, I hope you're listening to this podcast. If not, um, thanks for always being so positive. Uh, he was one of the few people I met in CA that – that guy was just always happy and it was contagious. It was hard to be um, anything but happy when you're around Cody. Uh, Two, Tom, I'm not going to say your last name because you're a big VIP, um, but we spent, uh, he made my deployments in Guyana as good as it could be because Guyana is just, it's not, it's not a nice country. It's not. Like if you're into ecotourism, stay out of the city and you'll love it. Um, once you get into the city, it's like, you just want to stab yourself in the ears <laughs> and you want to stab your eyes out. Um, but Tom was great. Uh, we were talking about it. He went on these crazy adventures with us and there was no reason for, for him to. And it, it was awesome just to have him out there. Um, he's helped me out with some of my classes um, the students appreciated it. Um, so Tom, thank you very much. Thank you for everything you did for me and for Austin and for even Jordan, who I particularly didn't care for. That was the team leader. Uh, But again, everybody, please, this podcast is just to try to help uh, veterans uh, with their transition out. Every once in a while, I'll I'll go out and do a topic that's important to me that has nothing to do with the military transition. Please don't take things too seriously. All right, Life is too short. If you want to fight on social media, go right ahead. I enjoy it. I think it's hilarious. You need to understand. I'm going to spend about 10 seconds responding to your comments, and then I'm going to go live my life. Uh, Because as you see, I have about three uh, guitars back there, and I'm not very good at any of them. (laughs) Um, So I need all the practice I can take. I think I mentioned this before. I standing up and playing guitar is hard enough for me. The majority of the time, I'm sitting down, so uh, I need all the practice I can. I can. Well,
1: hopefully next time we do this, uh, I'm in my own truck, and everything went fine in D.C. But more to follow.
0: Yeah, so we're going to have a follow-up uh, episode with Brandon whenever he has time after the contest um, so we can see how it ended. Um, again, I'm not saying I'm going to cheat, but if I can get chat GPT to make 10,000 email accounts for me so I can vote three times a day with from 10,000 accounts, well, maybe I'm going to do it. <laughs> All right, for everybody out there listening, just remember uh, when you're transitioning, it's difficult, but you're not alone. If I can do it, anybody can do it. You have something that makes you special. You have something that makes you unique. Identify what what it is, and I know you'll be successful. Um, check out my YouTube channel. Right now it's Antonio Rodriguez, but we're going to change that to FTU Life After the Military. So if you don't want to, if you want to look at my ugly Mexican Shrek face, you can. You can check out Brandon's awesome beard. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. So as always, zot zot zot, roll tide.